You may recall that back in 2005, there was a Danish newspaper called Judens Posten, which featured a bunch of Muhammad cartoons. This was in September of 2005. There were 12 cartoons that it had basically contracted out. And the whole point of this exercise was to push the boundaries of freedom of speech and freedom of expression. The cartoons were not insulting, at least as far as I'm concerned. I'm not a Muslim, but they didn't strike me as being, you know, over the top kind of thing. When these cartoons were, were put out, you wouldn't have believed the reaction at the time. So I was at CSIS at the time, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, in uh, late 2005 when the cartoons came out. And we were seeing uh, repercussions here in Canada. People were just livid that this Danish newspaper would dare to publish caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad. They saw it as insulting. They saw it as sacrilegious. They saw it as forbidden. They saw it basically as blasphemy. And there were demonstrations and boycotts against Denmark around the world. Danish flags were burned. There were riots in which people died. And then it kind of petered out. Et quand je suis arrivé euh, à Charlie, j'ai vu des gens qui m'ont interpellé et qui m'ont dit, il faut pas rentrer. Il y a deux mecs euh, en armes qui viennent de rentrer dans, dans l'immeuble. Almost a decade later, the French satirical website Charlie Hebdo decided it was going to publish a, an editorial that was reportedly written by the Prophet Muhammad. Boy, when that hit the streets, that was an incredible reaction. So that was in uh, November of 2011. A couple years later, in January of 2015, two brothers attacked the offices of Charlie Hebdo in Paris. They shot their way through, they killed 12 people and injured 11 more to basically make this paper, this satirical newspaper, pay for its insult to the Prophet Muhammad and this insult to Islam. So we have people pay with their lives. Well, something just came out really interesting uh, this morning. I was reading in the media. You will recall that last fall, there was a man called Samuel Patsy, who was a, a teacher uh, in France. And he was going to lead a discussion on, on the Muhammad cartoons. And a few weeks later, a few days later, he was uh, killed and decapitated by a Chechen terrorist, a Chechen Islamist extremist who wanted him to pay for insulting the Prophet Muhammad. Well, the story just broke this morning that a 13-year-old girl, 13-year-old girl spread rumors that the teacher was going to show a photograph of the Prophet Muhammad naked. And this just this led to a real shitstorm, including by her father, who, by the way, has been charged with accessory to murder. And the 13-year-old, it turns out, lied. First of all, the Prophet Muhammad was not featured naked. Secondly, the girl wasn't even part of that class. She didn't even turn up for that class. And yet her story led to a series of events that led to the actual death and decapitation of this poor teacher. So the question before you tonight is a simple one. What are the limits, if any, when it comes to making fun of people? Are we allowed to make fun of religious figures? Are we allowed to make fun of deities? I see that Bill chimes in with, he had a parallel incident in Afghanistan. So remember, Bill, Bill served as an RCMP officer in Afghanistan about a decade ago. And he said he had a parallel incident in Afghanistan 
when the Reverend Terry Jones decided to burn Korans in Florida. So Terry Jones, I remember that, Bill. Thanks for chiming in. Um, Terry Jones is not the Terry Jones from Monty Python. He's this evangelical pastor in Florida who thought it'd be a good idea to burn the Koran. Not a real good idea. And Bill says you wouldn't believe the blood, the bloodshed, and the mayhem that caused in Afghanistan. And he saw it, he saw it first thing. See, to me, and I'm curious what anyone else thinks on this conversation, that is unacceptable. It's acceptable to actually, you know, show a cartoon, uh, poke fun at people. It's not okay to start burning someone's holy book. And in any way, it's okay to burn a Bible or, or burn the Torah or burn Hindu sacred texts or Buddhist sacred texts. Others would say anything's on the table. That as long as you're not advocating violence yourself, you can actually burn anything. There is a notion among some people that the Prophet Muhammad cannot be shown. Uh, you'll often see in in uh, Muslim hagiography, in Muslim art, that the Prophet Muhammad is never shown with a face. So it's kind of like blanked out in a way. So for some people, it's it's impossible just to do that. Others are very a lot more leaning to that. I've definitely seen pictures of the Prophet Muhammad, but some very conservative fundamentalist Muslims say that it can't be done. The bottom line is a very, 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 very small number of people that cause acts of violence because of this. This is not representative of the 1.1 billion Muslims on the planet. It's a very, very, very small number of people. The problem is, and you've seen it as well as I have, guys, a lot of people will take this information and they will essentially expand it, saying all Muslims are, are this way. All people believe in this kind of thing. And it's simply not the fact. We here in a, in a country like Canada, a liberal secular democracy, we've come to accept that basically anything goes with very, very few exceptions. You can, you can protest, you can boycott, you can do all kinds of things, but you simply cannot advocate an act of violence just because somebody decided to make fun of your religion. I mean, that, that's to me, that's completely unacceptable. For those who are just joining us, I'm Phil Gursky, president of Borealis, former Canadian security intelligence officer. If it's your first time, welcome. I'd uh, love to see you guys subscribe and like it on YouTube. It'd be great. Take care and, and thanks again for showing up.